Hi guys, welcome to The Church Split. My name is Will, and you guys know what we do here. We help you escape your church's echo chamber, learn to think biblically on things, and of course, challenge the status quo, because that's kind of what we do. Uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel, leave a comment below to help that algorithm, unless you're a hater, in which case, keep your comment to yourself. Nobody cares about your hating opinion. Uh, otherwise, uh, if you know, if you'd like, also leave us a five-star review on Apple uh, Podcasts. Since we do challenge the status quo, we do get haters, and it just is the nature of the beast, and that's how this works. So uh, also, I decided I would put something on display here a little bit differently for those who are watching on YouTube. I have the entire C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia book series here. The reason why I have this on display instead of something like my, uh, actually, this, this right here, instead of having my Spider-Man up here, um, for those of you who do not know, I'm a big nerd, and I love all things that are comic books, Marvel, uh, superhero, sci-fi. I'm into all that stuff. But when I had this up here, I had some people going, that's Spider-Man comic promoting Spider-Man books. That's, that tells me everything I need to know about you. You're trying to give people spiritual guidance and talk about Jesus when you're promoting Spider-Man. You're lifting up Spider-Man. We're supposed to only live up, lift up the name of God, as if no one, none of them have ever worn a sports team t-shirt before. I find this sort of thing absolutely stupid and silly and absurd. I mean, seriously. What's wrong with just having a Spider-Man comic? It's like having a book in your house. Just because you put a book out doesn't mean you're suddenly lifting its name above Jesus. Some of y'all are on your final brain cell, and it shows. <laughs> okay, joking aside, but really, though, it really does, there is, a, without me sounding like a complete and total jerk, um, but in all honesty, if you only see a book here and you're trying to sit there and think that I'm promoting that above other things, no. I just like to mix up my display from time to time to give someone something else to look at, mix it up, show the things I'm interested in. It's just my way of expressing myself with uh, just, besides just yellow lights and uh, sound squares behind me, which once in a while, I'll get somebody who says I am trying to promote the Freemasons because the Freemasons do squares. I literally cannot with you internet people. Some of you internet people need to really stop like looking at the entire world with a lens of conspiracy theory and stop letting people that you disagree with own things. And in fact, that actually brings me to my point today. So Here's the thing. We get told all the time that things are from pagan holidays, and I say all the time that, well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Pagans don't get to just call a day their own, okay? We, God owns all the days. And then also, you know, Freemasons and others don't just get to claim squares. They don't get to just say that square patterns are ours. Just like the world doesn't get to say we only like cool fiction and sci-fi literature and things like that. The world doesn't get to claim those things. So that brings me to my topic of today's video, which is Pride Month. You know, so this is June, and it's my birthday month, and every birthday now I am plagued with all everywhere being very rainbowy, right? I feel like it's uh, like it's half the corporations out there are like, I too am very gay. And, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think the Christian worldview is very, 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 uh, very clear on this, right? So, but the thing is, is my issue is less about... The world being the world, because let's be honest, people, the world is going to world. The world is going to behave like the world. We shouldn't be surprised when the world behaves like the world. Uh, it's one of the biggest things that I get frustrated with with Christians when they're like, did you hear this about the, this and this? And they're pushing this. And I'm like, yeah, the world is going to be the world. And it doesn't mean we can't have like moral outrage. It doesn't mean we can't resist these things. It doesn't mean we can't teach God's moral order. But it also does mean the fact that, guys, we shouldn't be surprised. I remember when uh, gay marriage was actually uh, passed. 
I showed up to church and everyone walked around like they were defeated. And you know, oh man, we lost that battle. And I'm going over here like, hold up, guys. Legal, legal recognition is different than godly recognition. You know, it's not like the church is being forced, you know, it's forced to recognize that. Now, I'm not saying again that that time won't come or anything like that, that they're going to try to force that. I can see that happening. But the point is, is that there's a difference between what the world does and what the church does. So don't let the world control the narrative. And that's part of what the problem is today. So this month comes along and everyone changes their logos to rainbow themes. And they're always pushing the fact that, you know, it's Pride Month, it's Pride Month. For those of you who do not know, I'm also a gamer and I stream all my entertainment services through my Xbox. So I turn on my Xbox and of course, what is it? They're right on there, like check out games and movies for LGBT, LGBTQ for Pride Month. And it's right there, you know, all the games and movies that are highly recognized that have the uh, LGBT people in it. And I instantly rolled my eyes, and it's not, and here's the thing, so some people are going to misconstrue what I'm saying here. They're going to say it's because I hate gay people, or I hate LGBT community. I don't, okay? I actually really do like to reach out to them, and uh, they're people, they are image bearers of God. God, Jesus Christ died for the world, and they are part of that world. Uh, Paul even said that, hey, there's all these different types of people, and such were some of you. And it is clear to me that God still loves them, or else he wouldn't have sent his son to die for them. So I'm not saying that, you know, because it's, you know, it's gay people that it's bad. My issue in general is whenever agendas are pushed. Last month, also when I logged into my Xbox, I was like, check out all Pacific Islander movies and games. For Of course, there's Moana on there and some other games that people don't really play because there's not really a lot of video games that are based on Pacific Islanders. But it's so used like Pacific Islander uh, voice actors. And my wife went through this recently as well at her work. They, were, they invited her to be part of this diversity board before, and this was before she had quit uh, and started being a full-time mom. She, they were, they were, her business where she worked was doing this whole like support black business and support black people. And they did this whole thing for black, for black history month and just went crazy with support black business. And my wife instantly was like, and it, you know, I've actually had other friends mention this, like how pandering is that? Like support this business because they are black that are the owners. That's like me saying support the church split because I'm a, I'm a white male or support this, the church split because, you know, I'm straight. It's, it, it literally is dividing people up and making the only thing worth supporting their immutable characteristics, something about themselves that they cannot change that they didn't choose or it's something that, you know, they themselves are just one part of their life. And I find that to be deeply insulting, but this goes into how the world sees identity, okay? Again, all my cheekiness aside, my jokes aside, I hope you all can understand there's a difference between me being serious and me being joking. But what this comes down to is them stripping someone's identity to just a, co a few core things. I used to even talk to somebody on Twitter about this, which you should never talk to anybody about anything on Twitter. It's just a bad place to do it. And they're like, well, I think LGBT, uh, the Pride Month is great because what it does is it, show, it allows people to be proud of their identity. And I'm like, whose identity is your sexuality? How is that your identity? We have so many things that we can identify as. You know, I don't identify as a white, straight male. Are those parts about me? Absolutely. Am I white? Uh-huh. Do I have blue eyes? Sure. Am I straight? Yeah. Am, you know, am I married to my wife? Absolutely. But that's not what I identify as. It is simply what I am. 
as far as my behavior. What I identify as is a Christian, someone who follows after the teachings of Jesus Christ. And this kind of goes into the way the world sees identity. The world sees identity with something that's either immutable or something just that you do. And the thing is, is that what that does is simply is it reduces you, it reduces you to either something you can't change about yourself, like me being white. Well, okay, I shouldn't just identify as a German Dutch man because again, what does that get me? That, that, that identity literally serves me no purpose besides stating what I look like. And then it's like, okay, your sexuality. So now your, uh, my identity is reduced simply to what I do for sexual pleasure? So what we're doing is we're, so, and it literally is, just, is breaking people down by their immutable characteristic or just something that they do. It is not something that they believe. It is not something that they hold to. It's not something that they are willing to die for. It's just, no, it's whatever you do and whatever you can't change about yourself. And that is a sad, shallow, and hollow identity because that gives you no meaning in life. If what you, if your meaning in life is simply what you do, then, you know, I guess all, my only identity is I am a finance manager. Okay, well, that serves me no purpose. That gives me no meaning. At the end of my life, I'm just going to look back and go, I was a straight white male who was a finance manager. So just my immutable characteristics and that which I cannot change or just something I do as opposed to something I believed in something that dictated my life, something that I tried to reflect into others. And that there, guys, is what I'm talking about as far as identity is concerned. And that's why I am a Christian, because our identity supersedes such shallowness. The gospel supersedes your race. It supersedes your sex. And it rises above to the transcendent and says each person has created the image of God. Each person is equally valuable. Why? Because of their inherent value as a human being. And it is, therefore, it is not reduced to just what they can do. Because some of us people can't do what others can do. Some people can't, don't have the luxury of even having any sort of sexual intercourse because of various disabilities. Some people can't even walk. Some people can't do certain things. So your identity should not be in just what you can do. You know, I am a nerd, right? But that's not my identity. That's just something about me. I like nerdy things. But my identity is not a nerd, okay? Bear with my humor here. And now I'm being self-deprecating. See, aren't you glad you came? Um, so the point is, is that it's not about what we do. And it's not about our immutable characteristics. And that's what the world is trying to say. And every June, every quote-unquote pride month, that is what is suddenly paraded in the streets. It's just, it's something you do. It's something you feel. That's all your identity is. And then we wonder why depression rates are so high in these communities. The LGBTQ community doesn't have high depression rates. I honestly believe this. Not because of people won't accept them. Society accepts them now more than ever. And now you have every single co major corporation pandering to you, trying to make you feel accepted. But I would beg for one, for one person to come forward and say that they were better and their depression was fixed and suddenly they felt validated like they could walk through life because Microsoft changed its logo to being rainbow. I'd like to just know one person that that's actually changed. No, it's not. You know why? Because corporations and all these people that are doing this, even some of these progressive churches throwing rainbow flags all over the place saying we accept you. And again, all it is is just a pandering. It's 
oh, let me just validate you and how you feel. I'm going to throw these rainbow colors out. And by the way, you know, as a corporation, yeah, sure, we we manufacture things overseas at these places where this eight-year-old might build this or where we might manufacture this where homosexual people are legally thrown off roofs or whatever. We might do that, those things, but we really do support you. That's all. I mean, think about it. It's so pandering because they, they're speaking out of both sides of their mouth. They will literally do whatever they can to save themselves a dollar to make manufacturing cheaper while at the same time turning their, you know, saying that, oh, but we care and support this community. Make that make sense. You can't. And that's because one of the biggest things that drives me crazy in the United States and in Western culture in general is pandering. It is there's a giant group of people, and what we're going to do is we're going to create this little theme because people say they're a minority and they're oppressed, and we're just going to say, we support you. Please stay away from me, mob. Look at what we do for you. Also, will you give us more money because we are now validating your position? I mean, it's just so, I mean, honestly, honest to goodness, it's, I do the same thing when I walk into places and if I see them put a cross on something and they're marketing the redemptive work of God. Now, I don't mind if someone does like a Christian t-shirt, you know, has a verse on it, you know, and that's, it's all very Christian theme, but my biggest problem is when people are using the gospel or whatever as a marketing tactic and just putting, slapping things on there just to make money. That's why even our merch, we have it down basically to cost. We're not trying to make a giant profit of it off of it we are like look we're in ministry first if you would like to support us by just having some of our stuff because you like what we do cool but i'm not here to you know make a bunch of money off of you trust me we've put more money in this than we've gotten and probably always will but the point is here guys is be aware be wary because this is so lgbt issues aside let's let's put that aside for now with pride month be aware of emotional manipulation People will do this, companies will do this, churches will do this. They'll try to manipulate you by simply validating something you do. You know, I, I, you know, I could see somebody, you know, if I put Spider-Man up here and I was just like, oh, yeah, but you like Spider-Man, so you should love Jesus with me. And, oh, you like Spider-Man? Oh, come into my church because I'd be pandering to you, right? I'd be trying to get you into my church by pandering to you. And that does no one any good. It just doesn't. So beware of emotional manipulation. People will try to manipulate you and be careful not to fall into those tactics. And also you should be equally enraged when you see someone using a verse out of context, uh, out of context for their uh, marketing tools. That drives me crazy. But this happens all the time, right? It's not just LGBT people I get pandered to. Literally Black History Month, suddenly all that stuff comes out and it's like, oh, we gotta pander to the black community because the black, uh, apparently the black community doesn't feel validated unless they have their month. Get out of here. Like, I know black people are not that insecure, and they shouldn't be, and good for them, okay? But the thing is, is when you're doing this, and that was my wife's point at her work when this all started with her work, it was this whole idea uh, the entire time of just, oh, well, we're going to, you know, uh, Black History Month, uh, Women's History Month, also LGBT Pride Month. And she's like, okay, but seriously, this month is uh, Ramadan. This month is this. Then she started breaking down all the different groups. And she's like, so we're only going to pick out these people, but we're going to ignore the other minorities. Where do you draw the line? And here's the problem. That is where it comes down to. Your identity is not your minority status. Just because you're one of the few Pacific Islanders, just because you're one of the few, I don't know, name your minority group. That is not your identity. And when people are trying to pander to you, all they're trying to do is either, one, keep the mob away from them 
So they can say, no, look, we did validate these people because this is the hot topic, right? Like in 2020, what happened? Everyone jumped on the BLM train. Why? Because that was the hot topic. So it was time to pander to everybody to keep the mob away from them. So either they're one, trying to follow the mob, trying to avoid the mob, or two, trying to make a quick buck off of you by making you feel special. And guys, we shouldn't let that happen. We should not fall into that. But anyway, that's what goes on during Pride Month. And it's just disgusting because it's so over the top. Like Pride Month is more over the top, I think, than any other month, period. I mean, you're literally driving around. That's all you're seeing are rainbows. And that's just, I don't know. I, I have friends of mine, actually, that I grew up with that are in the LGBT community. And it's funny because even they'll say that it makes them disgusted. Because, like, what, you think I'm going to give you more business because you have a rainbow flag up and you're you know, throwing all this out there? Also, here's my other thing. It divides people up, again, by their immutable characteristics or simply simply that they do, right? So it's dividing people. And if we're trying to say that, hey, look, being black is equal to everybody else, being LGBT is equal to everybody else, that if it's truly equal, then you don't need your own special month. I don't have a white history month, at least I don't think there's one. And that tells you how much I know about that, right? Uh, <laughs> there's no white, and, and you know, there shouldn't be. I find all these months to be incredibly insulting to that to those the communities that they're a part of because it means that they're not really equal. You're not you're not equal enough to be able to just exist in society. You're so unequal that we have to make you feel special. See, don't you feel validated? Isn't that great? You wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't feel this good if you didn't have that month. Anyway, it's just, it's something that bothers the snot out of me because it's like, no, if we're truly equal then we stop pandering to each other's little demographics. I don't want a Christian history month. I don't want uh, you know, an Islam history month or what have you. I don't want Buddhism uh, history month. I don't want a white history month, a black history month. Those things are all silly. I don't want a straight mo pride month or a gay pride month. They're just, e let's keep it equal. Because only if all we do is constantly just magnify the differences and focuses, focus way up on that, we're only going to continue to divide people on their differences. Instead, we need to unite on what makes us similar. Like here in America, hey, we're Americans. Boom. Hey, look at that. We're brothers in arms. We're Americans. Or you know what? Hey, we're all we're all trying to, you know, exist in the same society. So let's just show each other dignity and respect. Or as Christians, we're all created the image of God. That's our identity. Our identity is in Jesus Christ and in God and Elohim, not in our skin color, where we're from, all those things. And sure, those things, and here's the thing. That's not to say that things are, it's wrong to go, you know, I, you know, my Germanic background, there's some really cool things that Germany has done. There's also some terrible things Germany has done, but... Here's the thing that, yeah, I can recognize my history and I, you know, I won't forget my history and no one should forget their history. I'm not. So here's the thing. If you're a proud American, you shouldn't forget the boat that you guys rode in on. But at the same time, we shouldn't forget the boat that some of the black community rode in on. We can acknowledge people's history, but at the same time, that shouldn't be our identity. I hope I'm being clear on this. And the other thing is, is when we're dealing with hijacking. So what was the rainbow? Historically and continually, the, hist the rainbow has always been about God's covenant with man, that he will not destroy the earth again. 
And then what happened over time is that it was hijacked, right, by the LGBT movement. And I'm not saying all the people in the LGBT movement, by the way, because I know many of them will find it to be as silly as I do. So, but it got hijacked. And I, so I posted a picture recently on social media and it was of the Ark encountering Kentucky just because it's a perfect example. There's the Ark and then they light it up with a rainbow every night to remind people of the covenant. And when I posted that, I had literally a person went, wow, I actually thought that they went LGBT for a second. Then I realized that it was actually the covenant of rainbow that they were promoting. And that's what I mean when we're letting the culture and letting people hijack things. We're like, Freemasons have hijacked my squares in the back. We have allowed, you know, whatever, for whatever reason, we have allowed, you know, unbelievers to be able to control sci-fi and apparently dictate fun entertainment. We have allowed the LGBT to hijack the very symbol of the covenant of God. When you see that, of course, the world means one thing, but we can take rest in what God actually means it to be. Just know the fact that no matter what, what's right is going to be wrong, what's wrong is going to be right in the world. Everything's going to be flip-flopped. But do not allow them to control the narrative. Do not let the world control the narrative. We are to be separate from the world, right? And we are supposed to promote the things of God. So promote it as God's covenant. And during this month, don't allow... And don't allow yourself to be pandered to or your friends to be pandered to. Point it out for what it is. It's a pandering thing. It is reducing someone's identity to simply something that they do or something they're attracted to. And we as Christians, our view of things far supersedes that. I mean, that's the whole problem with the third wave feminism movement, right? It's the idea of we are reducing uh, men and women simply to what they do. Well, we want women to be CEOs, you know, as if that's the only thing that our identity is in. And, you know, we want to be men, essentially, is what the third wave feminism is. It's a hatred on men, and it's this whole ridiculous thing. I'm not going to get into it too much right now. But it's a whole I th- thing of reducing people to what they do, not, simp- not really who they are at their core. And I think that's a real problem. So, you know, I, when I see this month, all I see is I find it, I would find it, if I was um, in any of these months, if that was happening, I would find it rather frustrating or humiliating. I would probably be uh, as outraged by it before, as before. Morgan Freeman put it. Morgan Freeman put it perfectly when somebody asked him about Black History Month. He goes, "You're going to reduce my history to a single month?" And they're like, "Oh, come on, that's not what I mean." He goes, "Well, what? You just got to stop. Ta- if you want to end racism, you got to stop talking about it." In other words, what he's really saying there is, we got to stop focusing on it. We got to stop focusing on the differences. If you really want to bring unity, we don't focus on the differences. We focus on the centrality of it. That's why on this channel, we might discuss the divisive issues of doctrine, but we always bring it back to, guys, but we're united in Jesus Christ. That is our identity. We could talk about and, de- and debate these issues, but in the end, we're brothers and sisters in Christ as long as we believe in the death, as long as there's a repentance and belief of the uh, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Then we can just be united. And then we can argue this out over coffee, right? So, guys, I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to urge you in this. I'm, I'm literally on the fly this week. Things are very busy. I'm turning 30 next week. Pray for me. I'll let you all know. Who, all those who are younger than me, I'll let you know what it's like on the other side. All you who are older than me, please let me know what it's like on the other side because I'm about ready to go through a midlife crisis. But, uh, but, you know, guys, I just wanted to remind you that. First, the world's going to uh, is reducing your identity to something far shallower than anything that the God that the theistic worldview offers. Also, they are going to emotionally manipulate and pander to anyone and everyone they possibly can. 
And we shouldn't allow ourselves to be manipulated in such, such ways. And we should stand up for our friends and family to not be reduced to such things. That should not be what you're reduced to. In the end, we're image bearers of God, and that's what we need to push. And then also, guys, don't let the world hijack the things of God. And don't let them control that thought process in your mind. You know, that's the whole thing of it being be transformed by the renewal of your mind is by simply always seeing things through the lens of God. So Dr. Jonathan Pritchett recently said, and I'm summarizing this here, I can't say it for, for a fact, says that the rainbow was always a symbol that God would not, God would not destroy mankind. And the hijacking of the rainbow of that very covenant is probably the sign that God should. But it's a reminder that God won't. And I always, and I think that's a powerful thought. It just means that no matter how sinful we are, no matter how far we take things, no matter how far we run against, God, against God's ways, that there is always mercy and grace at the foot of God. Now, granted, there's judgment as well, and there is wrath, but that's, that's to come. But if the book of Hosea tells us anything, is that God's love for us is unending. So anyway, guys, uh, that's, that's some thoughts that I've had this week um, as this is all going, because as soon, of course, as I logged, logged on, everything changed. And you know what's sad to me, too? And a, a friend of mine, my buddy, uh, I, won't, I, I shouldn't say his name actually on here, but a friend of mine um, who, was of, who was of the black community was also talking about how equally frustrated he was when he saw that the LGBT flag added the black and the brown line because he goes, whoa, hold on, hold on. Why are you mixing my ethnicity in with your sexuality stuff? I, I'm, I'm not part of the LGBT community. And why am I suddenly being pulled into that? Oh, because, you know, they're trying to focus on the oppressed groups, whatever. But he's like, that is not who I am. That's not who I'm a part of. So stop trying to drag me into it. And see, that's the other problem is that with these movements, they try to, uh, they really do try to hijack the minds of the people. They just go, hey, no, you're part of this group. We're going to shove you in this group. And this is what this group needs. And you know what's funny is that that's not representative of everyone in the group. And that's part of the problem when you only deal with, a when you deal with collectivism and only collectivism. And I'm not saying there's not problems with individualism, but if you see the Bible, there's a bit of a collectivist and individualistic belief as well. There's like those two come together. And if you have a hyper-collective uh, collective view of things, it's not going to be... Uh, not going to be a very good time for anybody. Same thing with individualism, but those are different topics for another time. So anyway, I hope this whole episode was helpful for somebody. This is literally just a rant. This is me just talking about what's been on my mind, and that's only because I am working on a big episode coming up. I'll work on a big episode on the music controversy. I am putting a lot of homework into it, trying to make sure that I present my thoughts well and present them thoroughly, so that way it can be great for all you guys to digest. I do plan to have sample music in there and everything. So stick around for that here soon. Also, we have some great interviews coming up, so stick around for all that. And, of course, guys, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, please go ahead and go there. We actually are uh, going to be taking in some young men recently who were uh, basically kicked out of their uh, home for, uh, from the IFB because they're no longer King James only, and they're now being removed from their church fellowship and everything. So we're taking them on, So if you'd and we're just putting them in my spare room because why not? Um, so we, if you'd like to support us and try to help you know, cover any expenses, That'd be great through Patreon. Otherwise, guys, keep doing what you're doing. Keep watching the videos, hitting that like button, leave us those reviews. And guys, if you until next time, take care and God bless.